everyone, and welcome back to the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Hey, welcome me back to the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. My name is Britt. I'm Craig. And Craig, I am back from my vacation. You're back. I hope you are alive. I am alive. I survived the Caribbean uh, by the skin of my teeth. I, I, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It was good. Nothing too eventful, which is a good thing. So, Well, that's good. That's good. I, I tell you right now, it's the first time I've been on a cruise for a major holiday, and I learned uh, on this cruise that uh, when you have a multinational culinary team, you don't always get the most traditional American turkey dinner. But we had a fantastic <laughs> time and a good turkey dinner, um, and we were ready to jump back in. So full disclosure, I had a lot to drink on the cruise. How's your liver? I, on vacation of its own right now. <laughs> So I am drinking diet soda right now. <laughs> what are you got tonight? Uh, I am drinking the last of my Kentucky pumpkin barrel ale. Oh, that stuff was strong but good. Yeah, strong, very strong. But... Um, you have to like rum to like this beer. Yeah, I yeah, like I rum. Got... So yeah, exactly. Said, oh my God, rum. We uh, it's really the quick of the Caribbean, man. Yeah, we we went we well our first stop was San Juan, Puerto Rico, and we mm. found a little craft beer bar. My wife found it with forty seven active taps. Yep. So we got to try a lot of different local beers. I mean, they have their their standards down there, but they also have some some small breweries like we do up here in the states. And halfway we we were on our second or third beer. We'd had dinner. The bartender was really nice. That reminds me, I told them I was gonna give them a shout out because they were fantastic. And I have to mention them on Twitter. And the bartender comes over and just puts two little glasses in front of us and takes out this bottle with a white label on it. And I just jokingly said to her, what is that for? And she went, oh, this is for you. You can't leave my bar without a shot of rum. <laughs> nice. And I said, I said, do we sip this or do we shoot it? And she goes, depends on the person. Some people can't handle it. It's a little strong, so they shoot it. I got this thing within an inch of my nose, mm-hmm. and the decision was made. I'm shooting this. <laughs> it was so strong smelling. What was so it? We were, do you even it was, know? Uh, it was, oh, yes, I do. I have the name of it in my phone. I just don't have it right in front of me. Um, and I don't even know if we can get it stateside, but I got to try and find it. The The name of the place was La, La Taberna Lupulo. It's in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Um, a gentleman named Matt LeBaron is the owner-operator. And the woman who took care of us that day was Lure. And they were fantastic. I said, I am so going back. I said, I said to her, like, we were wrapping up. She was like, so did you like our beers down here? And I said, it was fantastic. I do a, a beer and football podcast. We would love to give you a shout out. And she went in the back, came out with a button with their name on it, a business card. She wrote her name on it. She wrote the name of the manager on it. She went, here's everything you'll need. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. They, they were one of the highlights of the trip. So Nice. But nice. aside from that, I... I wonder. I wonder if it was um, Bacardi 150 because that's uh, illegal now. Can't get that anymore. Is it really? You can't. You can't get 151 anymore. No, no. I did not know that. When did that happen? Uh, a while ago. No, this was a this was a a local Puerto Rican rum. I'm now scrolling through my phone. There's probably a lot. Uh, it was. She said it's one of the more common ones down there, and it's the one where everybody says, "Well, I want to try an authentic Puerto Rican rum." It's what she gives them. Okay. Ron Del Barnito Calidad Extra. All right, I have never had that one. Nope. I will. I will send you the picture afterwards. Most of the most of the um, label is written in uh, Spanish. Uh, Eighty-six proof, crystal clear. 
you'll see the future. So, you know, which is a good thing because our job is to see the future when it comes to DFS, is it not? That is so, true. But how one did you guys quick, do um, one? Actually, one quick funny story I'm going to tell everybody. Please. When Britt was down there, he, in our podcaster group, he sent us a picture of the bigger menu, right? Oh, the 47 taps on the place I was just describing, yeah. Right, yep. And he said, guess what beer I ordered. Oh, this was hysterical. And you know what? I picked it. First so guess. It's, it's literally numbered taps, one through 47. And I said, guess what I ordered? And I sent it. And I said, no one's going to get this. And I said, and I was drinking <laughs> number 15. And not 30 seconds later, Craig writes 15. And Christy, my wife, and I almost fell off our stool. <laughs> I've been drinking God, over it too much. Right, <laughs> yep, he knew exactly. He read right down the list until he found the first double IPA on the list that was made in Puerto Rico and said that's what he would order first. And that's absolutely yep. what first. It was amazing. So, yeah, so that's – but on to Burning Hot Takes. Yes. I, I, I could fill three episodes with stories of the cruise, and over the you next, could. like, you three might, years, I probably will. We may will. need it, actually. <laughs> well, you never know. The off-season, you know. The off-season tales of Brit's cruise may may, may uh, dominate. But let's talk about some football. So, Burning Hot Takes, I'm going to go first. Go ahead. So, on the boat, which I just said I wasn't going to talk about, but here we are back on the boat again, I got two games for two consecutive Sundays. That's it. I sometimes got the Sunday night game. I sometimes got the Monday night game. Yeah. That's it. So I have no idea about anything that happened. Craig, what has happened the last two Sundays? What did I miss? Wow. What did you miss? Um, let's Anyone see. die? Anyone <clears throat> go nuts? Can someone explain to me yeah. why Derrick Henry's value was so high suddenly on DraftKings? Uh, because he he rushed for over 100 yards two weeks in a row. And you know everyone plays a hot hand, so that increased his salary. Derrick Henry, the little guy from the Titans. Yes. Back-to-back 100-yard games. Yep. Jesus, I got to go to the Caribbean more often. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else happened? Um, Lamar Jackson beat the 49ers. I, yes, I, I tried to watch that. I was too drunk. Well, at least you attempted to try, you know. You I attempted did. it. I'll tell you right now, I was I was so I was I was so heavily intoxicated last Sunday, and it was not. It ended up being a a bad thing. My wife was very grumpy with me, but it was to the point where I I was sitting in one of the lounges and I saw the Jets Bengals score go by. Yeah, then the Bengals and I, won. I looked at the guy sitting next to me and I said, "I got to stop drinking." That is, I just I just looked at the score and it said the Bengals were winning. Yeah, and the dude looked at me and went, "Dude, that that's the score," and I went, <laughs> "Oh," and he went. And I'm a Bengals fan. Wow. Stop and I went, it. I went, what are the freaking odds? If there's one guy on the ship I can find to offend, <laughs> I would do it. And he just he just lost it and ordered us two more beers. And I'm like, I just told you I need to stop drinking. <laughs> that is, I mean, what are the odds of that? Yeah, there was one Bengals fan on the entire boat and like uh, a boat of 5,000 people. I'm going to find the one Bengals fan and accidentally you know, insult him by being shocked they're beating the Jets. <laughs> you know, that's that's probably the average for cruises. <laughs> yeah, one out of every 5,000 people. <laughs> or in <A> general. <laughs> and again, we were out of the Northeast. There were a lot of Patriot fans. Of course. Um, you know, I saw I saw a bunch of 49er fans, believe it or not. I saw a couple really? people walking around Niners jerseys. Pe- that's what happens pack- when your team wins all of a sudden. People pack jerseys for their cruises. I didn't uh, pack any jerseys. Loungewear, maybe. I, I guess. saw people walking around every Sunday in jerseys, like they were like it was like glaring to the world. Oh, a lot of Philly people too. 
lot of Eagles people. Yeah, that's easy. So, all right, so I didn't miss to too, too much. I know Dalvin um, Cook is backed up. Dalvin Cook is broken. The the Vikings in general are are, are broken. He says he's going to play this week, and this week, the, and today, the coach actually came out and said um, that, that that was more than likely true. So, that's a that's a, a plus, I guess. Yeah. So, all right, what do you got for me? Uh, so for you, there's been a lot of coach firings. See, there's something lately. that happened. Who, who's been fired? Uh, I mean, I literally had no news, Craig. None. I got two channels so, in my stateroom, and one of them was Fox News. I had no contact with the outside world, so you got to tell me what's going on. So we'll, we'll start in other sports. So the Devils okay. fired their coach. Okay. Um, I know he's stuck. Yep. Today, the Knicks fired their coach. Again, another team that stinks. Yep. And in the NFL, Ron Rivera got fired. Oh, when did that happen? I... Yeah, not that long ago. This past week. It couldn't have happened. It must have happened on Monday or Tuesday when I was still out of the loop then. Yes. Okay. Probably Tuesday. So who the hell's running the Panthers right now? Uh, Their cornerback coach? Secondary coach? Well, that would explain why Atlanta's a three-point favorite this week. (laughs) I mean, it's Atlanta, for God's sake. Atlanta's not a favorite. But, you know, Julio Jones, man, he's, he's been killing my fantasy this year. Well, he after missed the week, game, did After week four, his he was in my work league, he got after week four, he got me over ten points twice. He's very inconsistent. We talked before the season about the Bob Long theory of consistency. And Julio, when Julio was bad, Julio was still above positional average like ninety percent of the time. Mm-hmm. And that so for those who may not recall, Bob Lung's theory in a nutshell is I want consistency. I want to see who is above their average average score at position and how often. If you're over like 80%, 90% of the time, then I can live with that because I would rather have somebody who's consistently between 20 and 30 points than a guy who's sometimes 10 and sometimes 50. Right. That was his theory behind it. And Julio Jones, even for all his troubles last year – Something like 14 or 15 of his 16 games, he was over the positional average. But you got to remember, too, when you look at a stat like that, the positional average across wide receivers assumes everybody who catches the ball. So if one guy catches one pass for eight yards in mm-hmm. a PPR, that's 1.8. That lowers the positional average versus the guy who scores 25. So the positional average most week for wide receivers is like eight or nine points. Well, Julio gets 10 points, then he's above the positional average. And eight or nine is probably a generous number. The ad- positional average for wide receivers is probably more in the realm of six. Mm-hmm. You know, you factor in all the guys who catch one ball for 10 yards um, and, and bring the average down. You know, so it, he looks last year, coming into this year, and last year he looked on paper like a reliable use, but we all knew he had that inconsistency. He didn't catch a touchdown for forever last year. It, it's it's tough with him, and Atlanta's just bad i don't know how did they fire dan quinn no no not yet how do you fire ron rivera and not fire that guy jason garrett still has a job i I saw oh my god i did not watch all of that game last night because i was curling but i came off of the ice and i watched like the last 10 minutes of the first half and i went dallas needs to come out in the second half and put their foot down they need to cause they need to force a three and out and then they need to march down the field and score seven points. Instead, they did the exact opposite. 
They gave up another touchdown to start the second half to the Bears and then went three and out on offense. And that is when I turned it off and said, they're done. <laughs> yep. They're done. Jason Garrett will not have a job next year. Um, I, there's so no way. So that's, that was really – that was my question. Like, who do you think's next? Because I know Ron Rivera is going to coach again, and my theory oh. is he's going to wind up coaching the Giants. But – Maybe he might spend a year or two as a defensive coordinator while he finds a gig that he wants because he's um, he's brilliant defensively, um, which is shocking because Carolina has been very bad defensively this year. Um, but who's I, who do you, who's next? You think you think it has to be Jason Garrett? Well, I don't know. I think we're I think at this point in the season, I don't know that we're going to see another coach firing before Black Monday, um, in which case it's for, when it comes to Black Monday firing, there's three or four guys, you know, we're going to go. It's just a matter of which owner steps up to the mic first. I think I think if the Cowboys do not win that division, Jason Garrett is done. I think so. I, and the only reason he's not done now because it's six and seven. That division is so woeful. They're still in it. True. Who's going to catch them? The Giants are are useless. Philadelphia may is, is the only Maybe. one that has a realistic shot. Washington somehow. In a division <laughs> where the division leader is at six and six, they are uh, they are somehow already automatically eliminated in week fourteen. With three <laughs> games to go, they are out of the running in a in a division where the best team is five hundred. So it's it's going to come down to Philly and Dallas. If Dallas does not make the playoffs, then yes, heads will roll. And don't forget, Dak wanted his contract extension. Yeah, and it's not uh, helping. Yeah, it's not. He got his extension, and it's not helping. Zeke got his extension. You know, I mean, this is this is one of those. And Dak did not look good last night. No. So what's what's funny is in my work league, there's a uh, there's people that are uh, Dallas fans. Okay. And he was <laughs> he was all happy about Cooper uh, being able to play because he got hurt uh, last week. So I was like, dude, Cooper has the highest percentage of drop passes in the league yep and he was like no that's because Carr was thrown to him and i was like okay if you look at Carr's completion percentage from last year to this year it's actually up three percent yes <laughs> what does that tell you now now that oakland has been and oakland is still you know oakland had its opportunity oakland missed its golden opportunity against kansas city last weekend and the badly. jets and the jets yep badly um, they needed to win at least one of those games. They really need to win both of those games. Uh, but it, it, it Carr has been spreading the ball out more. He's been using the tight end. I, he appears to have been a quarterback that was hindered by his system. Now that he's in with Chucky and Chucky is the quarterback whisperer, um, it seems to be going a lot better. So, you know, there's something to be said for addition by subtraction when it comes True. to Amari Cooper. And don't get me wrong. Amari Cooper is a tremendous talent. And for fantasy purposes, he's fantastic. But you could say the same thing for Prescott. Prescott had 300 yards last night passing. He had 120 of them, I think, in the last like 10 minutes of the game. Right. So, it, it fantasy. That's a, an example of where fantasy numbers do not jive with reality. So, so I don't know who the next one to go is. Who do you think? Um. Yeah. If Dallas loses, it's definitely going to be Garrett. It, it's it, there's there's I could probably like going into week 17. Maybe what's his name on the Giants, but. Shermer might yeah. be Shermer. There'd be four names at the end of every season. There's four names right down on the list. And usually three of them don't survive black Monday. Last year, I think I had a bad week. I had to think two survive black Monday. Um, 
So, you know, I mean, I think Dan Quinn is on that list. He could very easily go very quickly, very rapidly. What's his name in Jacksonville? Um, I mean, Jacksonville has just shut down and they, they don't give a damn anymore. Gar- they're, the moment they said that Nick Foles was coming back and Gardner Minshew was going back to the bench, that team just went into shutdown mode. And now you're not going to get it back. So, but all right. So third question. Yeah. And my third question, I'm going to bypass my third question today to tell you a funny story. All right, let's do it. So Sunday, uh, the first Sunday I was gone, which would be the Sunday before Thanksgiving, I was playing in a poker tournament. The last time I was in a poker tournament and a boat like this, I had played the best poker of my life and won. Uh, This time uh, there were two um, brother-in-laws who were both professional professional poker players in Greece. So okay. I finished sixth out of like 15. No, all right, um, all right. Better than half, but outside yeah. the money. And I totally got, I, I made a bonehead call to get to get killed, um, knocked off in it. But while that game was going on, while I'm playing poker, I can see the bar at the casino in my periphery. Mm-hmm. And there was a dude in a uh, Carson Wentz jersey. <laughs> it was a Carson Wentz. <laughs> it was a good bet. And I looked over and at first he looked very attentive. And four or five hands later, he looked like he was ordering his third or fourth drink. By the time I was knocked out of the tournament, about an hour and a half into the game, mm-hmm. he looked like someone had told him his dog was dead. Oh, man. And I wandered over and I got myself a drink after I got knocked out. And I sat down at the bar and I started wa- and I started to see the Carson Wentz numbers come by. And man, were they just abysmal. <laughs> so, I mean, he, that was the day he had, was it, three picks and a fumble? He had yep. responsible for four turnovers, um, and he got they got killed. I can't remember who they lost to, but they got killed. So the next morning, I get up to go to breakfast. Okay. My wife is chilling out in bed, and I get into an elevator, and elevator stops at another floor, and these two older women, probably in their late 60s, early 70s, walk into the elevator, say good morning, turn their back to me, and we go riding up. We get to the floor with the buffet. The door opens, and one of the women turns around, looks at me, and goes – do you like football? <laughs> and I looked at her and Just I said, like Gerald Ford. <laughs> basically. Yes. And I said, yes, actually I do. I'm actually very involved in pro football, American football, right? Not that European soccer stuff. And I went, no, we're talking about American football. Oh, good. Do you know how many weirdos there are in this cruise that don't watch American football? And she stared at me like I was going to answer her. I mean, that sounds like a rhetorical question. It does. It does. And I went, I I can't imagine. She goes, but you watch football. Did Philadelphia win? And I'm like, no, Philadelphia got killed. Carson Wentz was terrible. I think he had a total of four turnovers. (gasps) Did you hear that, Martha? The damn Eagles lost. This young man just made my day. Thank you, son. And walks out. (laughs) I was in such (laughs) shock. I missed my floor. The door closed. I went up. I need to get off at 12. It goes up to 13. And I'm like, why am I still in this elevator? <laughs> but I was like, you, we were in the elevator for a good 30 seconds. It's when the doors open. She's like, do you like football? I'm like, lady, yeah. I, I, do I like football? I, I run a podcast, lady. Ask me about my DFS <laughs> winnings. Ask me about the hot pick. You want to run a captain's pool tonight? It's Monday night. You want to run a captain's pool? Let's talk about that. More proof wow. that I need to carry. I wonder. I wonder who books. she was. Who she was rooting for then? She's a Giants fan. Oh, she was. Yep. Okay. No question, she was a Giants fan because she made some sort of comment. Um, 
She made I, the last thing I heard her say when she was talking to Martha was something about Sterling Shepard. She was like, "If Sterling comes back, we can still make a run." And I'm like, "Lady, no, you can't. No, you can't." And at that point, Alex, Alex Jones wasn't hurt, so or whatever the hell his name is, or Mark Ingram, or Mark Ingram, or Saquon Barkley. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's just been brutal. But I'm like, and, and then I finally, when I finally got the breakfast, I went, "Of course, I'm gonna have a goddamn story for the podcast." Do I look football? I mean, I. It's not like I'm carrying. I'm not carrying a sign saying I'm a podcaster. Ask me about football, but I don't know. Like, and I was like, how many weirdos there are? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize on a multinational cruise it was weird to like non-American football. So, wow. All right, let's move on. Let's yes. move on. No more cruise talk. Well, I can't promise that, but more likely, no more cruise talk. Let's play America's favorite game. Did you? Uh, did you play while I was gone? Uh, yes, I did. You did. How did you and Cinch do? Uh, I had Cinch play. He did okay with the unders and missed the over. Okay. Well, this week is very simple because there are no games under 40. Every None. game is at uh, a minimum of 41. So I have two games that are at under 42. Under 42. Craig, tell me the two games that are under 42 that we should avoid using for fantasy. Under 42, huh? Yes. Uh, let's go Washington Green Bay. You'd think so, but that one is exactly 42, so that is strike one. Oh, sad. I need under 42. Uh, Giants Philly. Giants and Philly. I'm looking for it on my board. Where are you? Monday. Strike two. Oh. All right, let's go Pittsburgh, Arizona. Unfortunately, that is strike three. Yeah. Dang so it. the correct answers were Cincinnati at Cleveland. Really? Yep. Hmm. Nobody to say faith in Cleveland. Oh, shock of all, all shocks. Hey, Dell Beckham Jr. John wants Ross out. is coming back this week. John, oh, is he really? Yeah. They activated him. No. And Dalton's playing. Just saying. Oh, man. I have Tyler Boyd as a preferred pick in my DFS <laughs> lineups. Oh, I got to rethink the Tyler Boyd angle now. Oh, or does John Ross just play decoy and could – Dalton complete a pass. Oh. All right, well, that was one. <laughs> the right. other one was Denver at Houston. And that's, I think, low just because Denver's defense is not terrible and Denver's yeah. offense is. So I think that Houston's going to have a little bit of a hard time scoring points. I'm still looking at Deshaun Watson as a usable option this week. But so, all right, so those are the games that, in general, you probably should avoid outside of using studs. On the high end, Craig. Mm. See what do we got? We have nothing over fifty this week. Okay. We have two games over forty-seven. Over. I'm gonna 47. warn you too. There are two more games exactly forty-seven. Ah. So this is gonna All be right. hard. I want the two games over forty-seven. Let's go. Let's see. I'm looking down the list here. Kansas City, New England. Kansas City is like almost a foregone conclusion to be on the higher one. I mean, it, but I think this is a mistake. You're correct. Um, that's a 48 and a half. That is the highest over under of the week. That's a mistake. I cannot see Kansas City scoring on this New England defense. New England, and, and they've played each other. This will be their third meeting in the last two seasons because don't forget, they opened last season in Foxborough. They played each other in the AFC Championship last season in Foxborough. And now here we are. Oh, yeah, there's no Patriot bias, but the Chiefs have to go to Foxborough three straight times. Um, now we're going to play them again Foxborough again. I, I, 
Andy Reid better have done his Doctor Strange impression and looked into the future and found a way to win this game because I don't <laughs> I and I don't see them scoring. I don't see this 48 and a half. New England's only a three point favorite. So that means that they're expecting about 20 to 25 points out of each team. I don't see it. I don't see it. I, Tom Brady has not looked good the last couple of weeks. Um, I think New England's going to come out and they're going to play hard. But this game really smells like 21-17 to me because of the the way it's been shaping up. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on Kansas City at New England this week? Uh, I, I think the same. I it, New England's offense just hasn't looked good, um, but they are playing at home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Kansas City's secondary is kind of eh. And, uh, and, and one of the few games I could get last week was, I don't remember who the Patriots played last week. Uh, was that Houston? They lost to Houston. Mm-hmm. But I watched a few minutes of that, and Sony Michelle was able to run a little bit. He was. I think that they're going to lean a, more on their running core now. That might have been the first Sunday on the cruise. I'm telling you, when you drink as much as I did on this cruise, they all just <laughs> went together. It, I, it I, got off the boat, I got off the boat, and I said to my wife, what day is it? Yeah, because I, and you know it was a good vacation. Well, and on a cruise, they, they don't. It's not Tuesday. It's day three. True. You know, I mean, that's they don't. They don't. Time doesn't travel the same on a cruise boat. So no. It all doesn't. right, so you got the first one, and you got all three of your strikes. Tell me all the right. other one that's over forty-seven. Uh, New Orleans, San Francisco. No, you would think so, but that's a forty-four and a half. Really? Yes. Yeah, San Francisco's defense has been solid, but it's in New Orleans. This is, you know. Mm. What gives? And San Francisco suddenly looks vulnerable. New Orleans is a big game. New Orleans needs to win this game, and New Orleans is favored by two and a half. So I, I'm, yeah, that's. All right, let's I, go. I, let's go, Baltimore Buffalo. That's strike two. Ow. That's a forty-three and a half because it's Buffalo, in Buffalo, and Lamar Jackson. I don't know how well he's going to run in the cold. Although I'm sure you saw one of the 49ers broadcasters got suspended. He did. He did. Yeah. You know, just because a guy's skin color is similar to that of a football in your perception does not mean you should point that out and make it as a, something he uses to his benefit. Just saying. No, he should have just said he's really good at doing the fake handoffs. He is. I'm telling you right now, in the games I've watched Lamar Jackson, I, there have been times I don't know where the ball is. He is. And he, is he is, and I know this is going to sound really biased, but... He is Boomer Esiason level of fakes. Did you ever watch Boomer Esiason do a fake? Like, cameramen lost the ball. Well, and you see this so, in Baltimore, It's the same too. kind of thing. Do you know how many times they've followed Lamar Jackson because they just assume he has the ball, and then all of a sudden Mark Ingram is five yards upfield? Yep. And all of a sudden the cameraman, like, jumps, yep. which gives you a whiplash if you're watching on a big screen. So. <laughs> so that's strike two. You got one more ah, shot. All right. one more game because, over 47. <sighs> Because everything is in such disarray, and it's a mess for everyone involved, I'm yeah. going to say Carolina Atlanta. That is correct. Congratulations. That's the 47 and a half Carolina at Atlanta. I don't know where you're getting the 50 points in this game. I don't think either of these teams are capable of 25 points right now. I mean, <laughs> unless you're unless you're giving 22 points to Christian McCaffrey. I think it's McCaffrey scoring for Carolina, and. Carolina's defense is just not good. So. Particularly against the run. If if there is a game where Devontae Freeman should finally look like we thought he should look the last three years, it's this game. And he's a DFS underdog for me. So, yeah, I'm with you there. Yep. 
All right, let's move on to the metric. Yes. Oh, before the metric, I'm going to give – I want your thoughts on two quotes from people. Okay. All right. One is is Jerry Jones. He's talking about the coach for Jerry Jones' Cowboys. Okay. He said, Garrett will coach in the NFL next year. You want you want the translation? Yeah, the, the translation is even if I fire him, which I will if he does not make the playoffs, he is good enough to land an assistance job somewhere, and I agree. At the very least, he's a decent quarterbacks coach. True, that is true. He was a he was a good quarterbacks coach with, with Romo. He's helped to bring Prescott along. Now Prescott's development still hasn't been fantastic, and I'm not saying he's like a quarterback whisperer, but there is no way. That you, with the with the lack of coaching talent, particularly in the coordinator ranks, and we see it because look at the coordinators who have been brought up in the last couple of years. Look at the the changing of the guard, so to speak, because they brought in uh, one or two young guys in different positions. Doug Peterson goes out there and wins a Super Bowl. What's his name is like 12 years old, but he's coaching the Rams. Um, <laughs> everybody's hot for bringing up these coordinators. There's a gap of the skill and development at the coordinator level now. So, you know, that's what I'm telling you. Ron Rivera, same thing. He will be a coach somewhere next year. He will be a defensive line coach or a linebacker. He will find a spot. I, I think that's I think that is Jerry Jones speak for saying I'm not worried about him landing on his feet when I fire him. All right. Uh, the next is Freddie Kitchens said, I'm not concerned about my job security. That means he's put most of his stuff into a box. <laughs> He has begun packing his office because first the the vote of confidence being the kiss of death from an owner. This is the, this is the acknowledgement that you've been marked for death. This is, this is like in the world of like the movie Hitman and stuff like that, finding out that there's a bounty on your head. It has Cleveland has been a tire fire. OBJ is upset again. Baker Mayfield has no consistency. You have the most you had the deepest and most talented backfield I can imagine. Chubb, Hunt, Duke Johnson. You managed to piss off Duke Johnson and had to ship him elsewhere. Look at your wide receivers. Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr. Um they got they got what's his name back? Najoku? No, 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 no. The uh the other guy that 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 eventually um went to the Patriots. I always get suspended for pot. Who's that uh, guy? Um, Gordon? Josh Gordon. You had talent oozing out of your pores, and you guys stink in a division that only has one good team in it. True. One. One. Very true. We're, this is one of those years where we may have a 9-7 and seven wild card. You needed 10 wins. You weren't going to win the division. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson went nuts. Mark Ingram decided that you know he was going to, he was only going to show up when he needed to. But when he needed to, he was going to show up. It, there is just, there was no way you were going to win that division. But you weren't. Pittsburgh was not a realistic challenger. I know Pittsburgh thinks they were a realistic challenger. They certainly did. I still know this. I know Pittsburgh fans who still do. But there's no, no. This is this is a guy who's on his way out the door. He's right. on his way out the door. And and whoever is out there, if the owner is thinking this already, if he's got a name in his head and after the season is over when there's no collusion possibility, if a team says, yeah, you can talk to my assistant or you can talk to this guy on my squad, 
And the guy that they want says, yes, Freddie Kitchens will be out so fast. He's another Black Monday candidate. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, no, no, this is this is going very poorly in Cleveland again. Cleveland hasn't had a decent coach, I'm going to say this, since Marty Schottenheimer, and that was 30 years ago. <laughs> I forgot he was their coach. 30 wow. years. Wow. That's when the Marty curse started. They were in the AFC Championship game. They were favored to win it. Ever since then, they've been terrible. Terrible. <laughs> wow. So, I forgot about that. So, on to the metric. Yes. So, without the guidance of the metric last week, how did you do in DFS? This is where you tell me, I, well, I won tons of money, Britt. Your metric is crap. <laughs> no, 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 no. I uh, I did – it's, again, my fault. I played more in tournaments, so. Why? I don't – because it's – you know, they're tempting. It's like, oh, a quarter, you know. So, tournaments, yeah. Tournaments for guys like us. I know. Are like walking into a casino and seeing a slot machine that <laughs> is five dollars a spin, mm-hmm. or seeing a let it ride table that's five dollars a hand and deciding I have better odds with my five dollars on that slot machine. Yeah. Yep. Your odds are just better. Your payoff is smaller. Trust me. I know. <laughs> I know. I played like an hour and a half at a letter ride table on my cruise. I caught one, two pair, and the guy shoved like 10 bucks at me. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> I bet 50 bucks. I got 10 bucks back. All this time I was been... – but then if I went and put 50 bucks into a slot machine, the odds of me getting 10 bucks out of it are minimal. True. Very Absolutely true. Minimal. So uh, you guys kill me. But all right. Well, we're here you to know. get you back on track. That's right. So this week – Here's the reality, folks. The value is gone. There is data on everybody. DraftKings has equalized its strategies in terms of its weighting, running backs and wide receivers. The value is gone. It's gone. Just gone. So you're out gonna have door. to. You're gonna. It's out the door. You're gonna have to play some guys that have higher upside the last couple of weeks, but aren't guarantees. For example, I'm just trying to think. Like in the beginning of the season, who we were big on Cortland Sutton early, right? We were. We talked about Cortland Sutton, but Cortland Sutton was like $2,600 on DraftKings the first two or three weeks. Yes. It's easy to grab a guy like that and say, okay, I hope you forget it. He's at like eight grand now. Um, I'm trying to think of other good examples of this. Uh, Lamar Jackson, same thing. Now he's way too expensive for you to consider as a value play. Um, uh, Leonard Fournette. Was it like 5K in the beginning of the season? Now he's up over seven. Mark Ingram, well, Mark Ingram's still at 5,900 because he's just too damn inconsistent. Uh, trying to think of who else. I'm looking. Joe Mixon's price is finally getting up there, huh? Yeah, because he had a he had a good day against the Jets. Good for him. Nick Chubb's at 8,000 this week. I mean, it's just harder now in the wide receiver ranks. Uh, well, we all knew Michael Thomas was going to be expensive, but. Um, Guys like OBJ is down to 6,300. Uh, guys like DJ Shark is up to 6,200. The guys who you were paying, you're paying half as much yes. 10 weeks ago. They're doubled now. And, and and there's tape on them in the NFL. Everybody's going in to a game with Jacksonville thinking, how are we going to shut down DJ Shark? It, it just is, is what it is. So we're, what we have to do is we have to maximize – the value opportunities that we have. So let's talk about quarterbacks this week. All right. There, there's a couple of guys. There's a there's a reach guy, and there's a guy that is safe. The safe play has been for several weeks now, Lamar Jackson. Um, he's at Buffalo. 
I got him pegged for 24 points at about 7,400. That's a little bit over 3x. Um, he's a, he's probably a safe play, but he's a little more expensive than you probably want to go. You want to reach Derek Carr. Derek Carr is is projected to have, and, and I'm I'm been looking at ownership numbers too. Derek Carr's ownership is projected to be pretty low. He's only projected to get 15 points, but he's only 5k. So if you want somebody who's got a higher ceiling, um, he might be your guy. Me personally, I love Deshaun Watson this week. Denver is stingy on defense, but he finds a way. And DeAndre Hopkins has been a defense defier his entire career. Defense. Sh- the only person who beats the, uh, uh, Hopkins is Hopkins. You can't cover him all the time. So I'm really liking Deshaun Watson this week. Who do you like? Uh, so yeah, I mean, Lamar Jackson is a good play that, you know, Detroit's defense is good, but we are learning that it's very hard to tackle Lamar, except he and, problem and, with that. He's expensive. And the Detroit defense is not as good as we thought it would be. We thought this would be a shutdown top five defense in the preseason. We had high hopes that Detroit's defense would be get, getting Buffalo. better. They, oh, Buffalo, I thought you said Detroit. No, I will. Lamar's playing Buffalo. Right. Okay. I'm sorry. I could have sworn you said Detroit, and that's what just threw me off. I'm like, wait a minute. Where is Detroit this week? Detroit's playing Minnesota. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So is, is this the week? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins come back. It could be Cousins. What's Cousins costing? Uh, Sixty-seven hundred. I've got to pay for about twenty points. That puts him below the line at sixty-seven hundred. I'd probably rather use my God. Deshaun Watson's cheaper than Kirk Cousins this week. Yeah. That's that's because the Denver defense. Now I would. I probably wouldn't touch Cousins because I'd want to go with Watson. Um, but I'm sorry. To correct my point, the Buffalo defense is really good. Uh, and you never know whether always has the potential to be a factor up in Buffalo. So you just don't know. Right. You just don't know. So he may not be able to. I mean, it depends on what goes. They had a major snowstorm, from what I understand, while I was away. They did. Um, I think it's still snowing there. It's, but, I mean, it's supposed to this week. I don't know if it's going to happen before the week. I don't know. I think it happens Monday, Tuesday. They're supposed to get a warm-up and a melt-off, but that's not going to help them on Sunday. So I would be a little worried about Lamar. But Lamar is usable, absolutely. He's using my, – again, my issue with him is that he's it's expensive so, yes. for a quarterback. Yeah. You know, I yeah, kind of I mean, do like Russell Wilson against the Rams because the Rams have just been in a tailspin. And Russell Wilson has been very consistent. I he mean, I don't have him high on my list. Where is he? He's uh, slated for 21 points at 6,900. Where is he? Uh, 14. On your list. He is not appearing on this list. I don't know. Does he play Monday? I don't know when their game is. Okay, I read the number. When I updated the numbers, I only used the main slate. Oh, that's why. Because the night game had already passed. So I only used the main slate. So he's probably outside of that. So. Yeah, I mean, if you're playing the expanded slate, but if you're playing the main slate, he won't be available. They're playing Sunday night. That's why. Sunday. So night. if you're playing a pool that includes Sunday night, then that's fine. But if you're not, then he won't be available. And, you know, I just, you know, obligatory have to say this. You know, Dalton's back. John's Ross back. They're playing Cleveland. He's only 5,200. Oh, you can't. <laughs> I, I, you go ahead. You know what? Go ahead as a tournament play. What's the – I'm just going to – Take a peek. All right. Where is he? There he is. Okay. Ownership value is under 1%. Projected ownership is under 1% for Andy Dalton. So go right ahead, Craig. <laughs> go right ahead. You go right. That, that, you want to play a tournament play? That's a tournament play. 
So, all right, running backs. There are absolutely 0.0 guys that I'm projecting to hit the value line, but there's a lot of guys with high ceilings. Don't forget, projections are averages. It's about where I where I think they're going to land. So if I say somebody's going to have 15 points, that doesn't mean I don't think he can have 25 to 30. I just mean the likelihood is he's more than likely going to be between 10 and 20, and 15 is a pretty safe number. So, you know, it's about – so when you don't have a lot of value, you're talking about ceiling. You want to know who has a huge ceiling this week, Ooh. and I don't think he's going to get there, but I'm going to gamble on it and use him? Devontae Freeman. Devontae Freeman, Carolina cannot stop the run all year long. They've had trouble with the run. Devontae Freeman can get this going and get in the end zone twice. All of a sudden, he's got a clear – he maybe have a 20-point game, and he could be a real value because he's only 5,400. Conversely, if he sucks – and they decide to use Brian Hill and they get up big <laughs> and it's like 24 to three and they're just handing off the ball to Brian Hill. He could score less than 10. So, again, I'm got him projected for 15, but I could see him getting to 20 to 25 under the right conditions. So I like him this week. I also really like Melvin Gordon at Jacksonville. Jacksonville has given up and Melvin Gordon has not because Melvin Gordon wants a damn contract or another so Mel- job. Or enough. Exactly. He is not. He is. He is auditioning for his next job. He is not going to sit there and lay down. So I like him against Jacksonville. I also like Philip Lindsay against Houston. I'm a little wary, but Vegas had this as one of the the games to play. Did they not? Was this not in the overs? Yes. Or was it the unders? No, it was in the the over. Forty one and a half. It was forty one and a half. It was in the unders. But it's still. I just have a feeling if Denver gets a lead, they're going to try and grind it out and keep it on the ground. I think you're going to see a healthy dose of the ground game. So I'm not above using all three of those guys because altogether, uh, Freeman's 54, Gordon is 64, Lindsey is 53. That's sixteen, seventeen thousand dollars $17,000 of my salary, but it covers all of my running backs and my flex. That is true. Under twenty grand, And so... At that point, if I use them with the Sean Watson, I'm at about twenty-five, twenty-six thousand. I've only used half my salary, and I've got almost all my key positions covered. Craig, what are you thinking of running back this week? Uh, so running back this week, I really like Aaron Jones against Washington. I can't get on the Aaron Jones pl- a train. I can't. No, every just can't time I every time I back him, he just disappoints. <clears throat> You're right. He should be fantastic should be. this week. I just can't get behind and, it. And provided he's not broken, uh, I do like Miles Sanders against the Giants. I think Miles Sanders was like what the one bright spot in that Philly game that you know was terrible. He's pretty much their only bright spot right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean him. I mean even Zach Ertz has been ho hum. You know, I mean it's just I, I don't even know. I mean. I, I think, yeah, I think you got to – and San, so Sanders I do think has a bright future. He's going to be a uh, projected top 10 uh, running back next year I think in, in my book. So All right, those are both, both good picks, both good picks. Let's talk about wideouts. All right. All right, let's see here. I got to push the button. Push the button, Brett. Push the button. All right, wideouts, again, same sort of bag. Um, uh, Michael I feel Thomas, like receivers are just a mess this week. They are. Michael Thomas is leading the board at 8,300. He's come down a little bit on price, but he, I don't know what he did while I was away, but all of a sudden now he's down to 8,300. He was close to, he was over nine grand when I left. 
Um, he's come down a little bit. And I think that part of that is San Francisco defense is pretty stingy. Michael Thomas gets open. He uses his size. I'm going to pay up. I just talked about how much money I was saving with the guys. I'm going to totally pay up for Michael Thomas. Uh, And then I'm probably going to go value. Tyler Boyd was on my value list. I was looking at Tyler Boyd as a value option um, because Cleveland is woeful and he's only 5,900. So I need him to get to 18 points. And unless John Ross starts stealing targets, which we all know John Ross will get a couple of deep balls, but I don't think he's going to like steal more than two or three targets total. I think Tyler Boyd is still usable. I think Tyler Boyd can get to 18 points this week and be a value-added player. So what do you got? What do you like a write out? Uh, so this week, yeah, I think one of them would have to be Michael Thomas, even though he's playing San Francisco. I do like Christian Kirk playing Pittsburgh. He's only 5,200, yeah. so you could save a lot of money there. Problem with and, Christian Kirk every yeah. week is just, it's all or nothing. That's true. He's going to score you two or he's going to score you 20 every damn week. And my extra value play is Demarius Thomas against Miami. He's only 3,700. Another guy you just can't trust. It's There's just no trust in the wide receiver core this year. I can't, I, I can't for DFS purposes trust anybody. Last night, I won a captain's pool in a, in a daily dollar. I just chucked a lineup in there yep. with, with freaking um, Anthony Mitchell as my captain. Really? <laughs> yes. He caught a touchdown, and all of a sudden, I'm winning money. And I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, it's it's not as bad as the, the lineup I won with Byron Pringle in it. but <laughs> I, Byron I, Pringle. I, I feel like you could throw a dart at a wall on most – you could put the, you could put the, the, the wide receiver um, depth chart and throw a dart at the wall, and, and, if, and you got a shot with whoever you hit. It's just – I mean, that's the thing. If you want to win tournaments, there's your thing. you got to pick three guys that nobody else is playing and yep. figure it out. I'll tell you right now, Christian Kirk is um, – he's anticipated to have about 11% ownership, and Michael Thomas is over 30%. So, you know, it's – those are who's, your, who's the other guy you liked? Kirk Thomas and who? Uh, Demarius Thomas. And Demarius Thomas. Where's DT? Why don't I see him on my list either? No, what maybe the he's playing hell? F, maybe he's playing a four. Well, the four o'clock game should be included in this. I mean, like mm-hmm. even Tyreek Hill I have down 8,100, and I just oh. – Julio Jones I have down. He's at 7,500. Uh, there he is. Uh, okay. Oh, he's less than 1%. That's a fantastic sleeper play. He's going to, you know, they're projecting less than 1% owned on DraftKings. That would be a nice play for you. So I hope that works out for you because (laughs) you're going to need help at the tight end position. That's right. You're going to do it. It pains me to say what I'm about to say. What are you going to say? I'm going to start Jack Doyle this week. You know what? That was my pick too. Greg, back to you. (laughs) Especially since he just got his uh, three-year extension. And, and, and Ebron is out. Is am I correct? Yeah, in he's this? he's done for he's now. Done. So there's something that happened while I was away. He was injured when I went. Now he's done. Yeah. So that happened while I was gone. He's on um, IR. Oh, he's on IR. Um, the 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 problem just comes down to money. I mean, Doyle's forty six hundred. Kittle is at uh fifty nine. Waller's at fifty eight. Kelsey's at sixty two. I mean, and it's just nobody else I can trust. I mean. The metric is even suggesting Ian Thomas in Hunter Carolina. Hunter Henry is 51. Hunter Henry is 51, but, you know, uh, it's at Jacksonville, too. Jacksonville's 
I think I think the problem with that, I think, is that Jacksonville is so woefully bad on defense. You're going to see a little bit more downfield passing. I mean, the metric also liked Mike Williams, but I have gambled far too much and lost far too much on Mike Williams this year. That is true. I, I I'm just I'm done. True. I'm done. Every time I've it's the same thing with Aaron Jones. So right now I am telling you, America, do not play Aaron Jones and do not play Mike Williams, which means play Aaron <laughs> Jones and play Mike Williams. We should make a awful. we should make a lineup of players Britt would never want to have in a lineup. <laughs> you know what? I don't even think I told you. This. Remember the draft um, draft dot com best ball? I said I, I nicknamed the team of hate because yeah. at five minutes out of the draft, I'm like it is absolutely destroying the league it's in really <laughs> uh, going into this week i think i had a 300 point lead really? i am gonna win i'm gonna take first place in that league running away and i hate that team who's on that I team it. i could i could tell you i'm, ca- I'm curious you. how are we doing on time oh we're a little bit off all right let's That's all right well, I, let's um let's talk about it. so with tight ends jack doyle and don't feel good about it but talk to me about defense while i put up pull up that team what are you thinking about defense this week Defenses this week, um, so the top two teams that we had slated already played on Thursday, so we're going to skip the Cowboys and the Bears. Yeah. But the probably the most owned team is going to be the Ravens playing Buffalo. They're 2,900. I don't think – I think I'm going to stay away from that game, or at least mm-hmm. their, their defense. I do kind of like the Colts against Tampa. They're only 2,400, and – you know, Tampa throws a lot of interceptions. They have a lot yeah. of turnovers. So that's uh, that's probably going to be my main my main pick for defense this week. Uh, you could – it's rough. I mean, you could take the Titans playing Oakland. They're only 2,600. But you really never – with Oakland, they've had a really bad um, – not great last two weeks. So I don't know what this third week is going to bring us from Oakland. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I am. I am definitely looking at the Colts this week. It looks like they're because they're cheap play. A couple of weeks ago, I said Arizona was like at sixteen hundred because they had a really bad matchup. I don't even remember who they played because everything from before my vacation is a blur. Um, but they and they, <laughs> they ended up they yeah enduring and they ended up scoring something like twelve points at sixteen hundred. And I'm like, holy crap, that's eight x. But wait, it's still just twelve points. But yeah, I mean, so there's DraftKings definitely has been daring you to take certain teams. Like Washington, seventeen hundred this week. No, nope. Uh, the Lions, nineteen hundred. No, nope. Um, but I will gamble twenty four hundred on the Colts being able to stop Tampa. So, all right, the team of hate. Yes. All right, uh, Mitchell. Uh, I'm just gonna read down the list, so this is no particular order. Right. Mitchell Trubisky, Ugh. Rashard Penny, and Chris Carson. Yeah. Best ball, and I didn't know which one to go with, so I got a pull. <laughs> uh, Cortland Sutton. Yeah. Julian Edelman, mm-hmm. Tyler Boyd, mm-hmm. O.J. Howard. Yep. Wow, okay. You heard that, O.J. Howard. Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, Dalvin Cook. That's right. I got Christian McCaffrey <laughs> in the first round and Dalvin Cook in the second, and I had no faith in either. You guys remember from the preseason, yeah. I said McCaffrey is amazing. I don't know. I was wrong about that. Dalvin Cook. He's amazing, but I don't know. Wrong about that, too. I'll admit well, it. he's hurt again, so. Yeah. Baker Mayfield, Mike Evans, TJ uh. Hawkinson, Cameron Brait, McCole Hardman, Ooh. Matt Breida, and Darren Funches. <laughs> Devin Funches. Oh, right? Funches. That team in a best ball has scored 1,887 <laughs> points so far this year. 
Nice. Has finished no worse than fourth in any week and has a 167-point lead over second place. Wow. Yeah. That team is going to win me what, some money. Four, four weeks left? Uh, is this week 14? This week and then three more. Right? Yeah. yeah. We played through all 17. So uh, the team I called it the team of hate. Now I'm looking at my other drafts because I do a lot of drafts. It is my best team. Hands <laughs> aren't away. It's the only team I have that scored over 1,800 points. That's awesome. You've got to be freaking kidding me. And my second best team is because I named my teams based on where I was or what I was doing. Yeah. My second best team is called Home with a Drink, which means I had a couple <laughs> of beers. And it, let's just put it this way. Last week, my team was this team is so bad and it's still winning. Benny Snell. Benny Snell? Benny Snell. Benny Snell had 63 and a touchdown last week, and you didn't tell me that off the top of the show? <laughs> my God, you know I, I, no, I want to marry Benny Snell. Oh, my God. He finally had a week. Was O'Connor was out again, wasn't he? he? Yeah, and he's probably going to be out this week. Oh, is, it, is there is there? He's Benny still having Snell shoulder action? issues. Is there Benny Snell action? There is. What is what is Benny Snell going to cost me in uh in DraftKings? I don't Benny know. Benny Snell Jr. We can find out. Oh, they've got him at sixty one hundred. Oh. Oh, you can't pay six grand for Benny Snell on a bad team. Well, I mean, you could. Do you think he's going to get to eighteen points? Do you think he has a possibility to get to eighteen points? He had sixty three and a touch ah, last week. That's wow. only twelve point nine. I don't see him getting eighteen. Mm, it's going to be close. I don't I even can't think it's going to be close. I don't think he gets more than 12 again this week. But, I mean, they're playing Arizona. 6,100. He's more expensive than Sony Michelle. Yeah. This is what we've come to. 6,100 for him. You've got to be kidding me. He's more expensive than Tevin Coleman. He's <laughs> more expensive than Peyton Barber. He's more expensive than David Johnson. Think about that. David Johnson's done. You think so? I sit here, I sit here and I apologize for I Christian so. McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook and me not rating them high enough. Mm-hmm. We are absolutely freaking right about David Johnson. That's right, folks, and you're never going to forget it because of that we're, guy on Twitter. We're never going to stop telling you guys no. how we were about David Johnson. <laughs> nope. You know, I, I, I kind of hope once he's done with football, he'll come on this show and be like, <laughs> you jackasses. And I, I will sit there and go, you're absolutely right. We are jackasses, but we were dead right. You were done. <laughs> You were done in 2017. Right. Damn it. You, you go ahead and jump out of your pools all you want, son. <laughs> You're done. You're done. All right. Oh, man. Final thoughts, Craig. Final thoughts, man. It's almost Christmas. Oh, I don't want to think about Christmas. I just, yet. like, it's December. We're in, like, the tail end of football. It's scary. Very scary. I, I got my final thought. My final thought would just be yeah. if you have never done DFS before, if you listen to us well, because now's the time. you <laughs> like the banter. If you're out of your playoffs, I'm in like eight season-long leagues. Playoffs. I made exactly one playoff. Playoffs? One. <laughs> so it was a rough season, but again, injury season. DFS man. exists. That's true. This, this is the time of the year. The football isn't done until the Super Bowl. And That's fantasy right. football isn't done until the Super Bowl because of DFS. Go out there. Try your hand at DFS. Free contest galore. Free contest galore. Yeah, you could even win something in a free contest. Yes. You might be one of the people that picks Byron Pringle and wins $25 in the Colonel Challenge like I did because I was drinking on the couch. Why are all my good football stories involved drinking? 
Um, because that's what this podcast is based on. I swear to God, I mean, that's how maybe it was I, invented. <laughs> and and I'm sober this week, so if I do badly this week, then that's how we know. Now we know. So, um, as always, leave us a review wherever you listen to us. We are available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Player FM places player fm player fm routinely ranks our show very highly so we love them um leave us a review however you listen to us we'd love to hear back from you interact with us you can message us at FignutsDFS on twitter dms are open you can also send us an email FignutsDFS at gmail.com a uh, couple weeks left folks if you're in the fantasy playoffs good luck to you um it's, you know stay the course do not whatever got you to the playoffs don't go away from it People like to get cute. I heard people actually benched guys like Patrick Mahomes last week for Sam Darnold because they were convinced Sam Darnold would kill Miami. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do what I did and just be upset about Robert Woods and leave him on your bench. Oh, that's. But I can understand that because Bob Woods has been so inconsistent this year. But I mean, yeah. you could say that about the Rams in general. That's true. So. But we will be we'll be back next week, uh, hopefully with more money and more picks to make. Uh, as always, like I said, reach out, leave us a review. We look forward to hearing from you guys. Until then, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Hi, Deb. Hi, Deb.